Welcome to the Discovering Leadership Podcast. My name is Corbin Hannes. I'm joined by my co-host, Carl Bowden. Carl, you want to tell us what we're talking about in this episode? Today, we are discussing how to passionately pursue your purpose with Evie Andra. Evie is the founder of Bespoke Salon Company in Wichita, Kansas, where she serves with gratitude, purpose, and love while honoring the individuality of all. Evie is also the founder of Free Folk Agency, where she is a certified life and business coach helping multi-passionate female entrepreneurs create clarity by pairing strategy and mindset. Thank you for joining us, Evie. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're really excited to have you. Maybe you could just start off with just telling, telling us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently doing in business. Well, you did mention both of my businesses, but I do have to also say I am a mom and a wife as well. So my husband, Joe, he owns a barbershop. So we're like totally engrossed into uh, the hair industry, but also both entrepreneurs. And then I have a son who's three. His name is Highland and Sterling. My daughter is one. So we are in an extremely busy season of life right now. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just go, go, go nonstop. Um, and currently right now, so yes, we have our salon company, Bespoke, and I was a stylist for probably 12 years before I stepped back. I stepped back uh, right after the pandemic. My business was closed down for seven weeks and I was pissed. I was, you know, kind of was, had this feeling. I always knew that I wanted to support other women in business. I had some really, really great leaders and mentors and coaches that helped me to grow. And I always wanted to give back. I just didn't know what it was going to look like. And honestly, like now I can look back and think I was just because I was scared to ever do anything on my own. Um, But the pandemic happened. I think everybody took a step back and paused after that. Uh, Had a lot of time to think, you know where to go. And so, so we were home for seven weeks and I just was I was angry. I was angry that my business got shut down. I was angry that my ability to provide for my family was taken away from me. Um, so I just came back and I I worked behind the chair two days at that point and told my guests, like, you've got about a month left with me and then I'm peacing out. Um, and I just, on a whim, started Free Folk Agency And it's grown um, so much in the last couple of years. We've really niched down in who we are and who we serve. Um, And we've launched some really, really great um, masterminds and some different one-on-one offerings through that. So we're working with some really rad business owners through Free Folk. And the salon is thriving. I still own it. I still have my hands in it, just not as much as I did before. Um, and Joe's getting ready to expand. So we're doing renovations on a new space for him. We're getting ready to open up our second salon location with a completely different business model than what we have. So there's so many things going on, but all amazing things. We're just really, I have to remind myself to be so grateful for how far we've come. And even though it's a busy and crazy season of life, like it's all for a a bigger purpose. And so, um, it's good. It's really, really good. But I mean, that's just like a little blip on me and what's going on. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So for any of the podcast audience members that don't know, Evie's office is right next to my office here inside of our workspace. 
And I'll tell you what, Evie is one of the most passionate people that I know about what she does. Every time I see her, she's got a smile on her face and she's really, really radiating that energy for everybody else around her. And Quinn, that's so sweet. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Well, um, that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast. And I thought it was perfect for the episode that we're talking about. I love it. Thank you. With everything that you go through, especially uh, through your coaching business, you're very passionate about helping others with similar uh, backgrounds or issues that you've had. Uh, how do you think you became very passionate about that? Is there anything in particular that you did? You know, really unintentionally have gotten to this. I just didn't say unintentionally have gotten to this place. Unintentionally led into a career path that really supported like my purpose. I think everybody has a purpose, whether they believe it, whether they see it, whether they quiet the noise down in their brain enough to like hear it. I think everybody has a purpose. I think that we're all called to do something to be something. And I think that that's ultimately how we change the world for the better, as cheesy as that might sound. Um, I think we're all called to do something. And so I think, you know, I think about myself 10 years ago um, and I'm like, she, you know, she had no tools or resources like I have now, had no understanding of how uh, mindset works of what success really truly was. Um, and she just did it. She just kind of every day put one foot in front of the other. And so I think if I had to think of one thing, it would it was never to give up um, and to continuously strive and be hungry for something more, whether that was internal or external. I think in the past couple of years, um, what has allowed me to step into, and I'm going to use purpose because it resonates better with me yeah. than passion. I think internal was what I realized was missing. So yeah. I think externally I was really pursuing something and I think internally over the last couple of years. And so although there was a lot of unintentional things that led me to where I am, I think when I support other people in living in their purpose, it's always it's always an introspective job, right? It starts there. It starts quieting your anxiety and your brain down enough to like hear what, what, whatever you believe, God, universe, whatever our divine calling to do X, Y, and Z. Um, I think it's really, yeah, it's the introspective work. It's being willing to, to go deep inside. So I think that's, that's what I tell people. That's what I coach too. And I think no matter what has led me here, like, I've seen the most growth in myself as a person, as a mom, as a business owner, as a leader, when I've chosen to look inside yeah. um, first. That makes sense. And, yeah, I really like what you said there. You started with yourself, mm -hmm. went inside. It was very introspective. Earlier, you had also mentioned, you know, you had the mentors, the people around you supporting you, encouraging you to pursue your passions and, and what you love. So, I mean, it sounds like you did a lot of work up front to find those passions, but I'm curious, like what made you finally start to pursue that passion? You had mentioned COVID. That was, that was a pretty pivotal time for you. Uh, I don't 
Well, I mean, I said earlier, like we, it, we all had to slow down and we're so busy all the time. Everyone's so busy. And especially if you're an entrepreneur, you own a business, there's so much shit that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Are you kidding me? Like then you add in kids or a family or a social life or (laughs) working out or whatever. Um, There's so much that we're doing. And so when you think about COVID and what happened during that, that time frame. So I think of like, it was kind of a leveling up for me, right? Like I finally was like, I'm just going to go for it. Like I want this. It's on my heart. It's been on my heart for a long time and really understanding, you know, I think before I say that, I think everything that I've done in my life has been connected to a purpose or a passion and a, a calling And even though it's pivoted and it's changed down to the core, like it's all the same thing, right? And so again, like people being willing and open to pivot, like if you're feeling called to do something different, there's a reason. And your purpose could be the same inside of all of those things that you do. And so COVID, we had to slow down. Like we had to step back. I had a business that wasn't operating. So I mean, 90% of what I was doing I didn't have to do anymore. And that was the moment that I had to really realize like, is this, do I want to ever be in this position again where something's taken away from me, that I'm not able to pursue my passion, that I'm not able to live in my purpose? And the answer was hell no. And so then it was like, okay, it's time to, time to step up. It's time to push through this. It's time to, you know, push myself through the discomfort of something new and just go for it. And so again, it was going introspective because I had to slow down. And when you don't have all of that external noise, you don't have all that external noise, all of the things going on around you. I mean, the only thing you're left with is your thoughts and you can go a little more introspective. And so even now it's like we, a lot of time we don't leave, we do not leave ourselves enough time to be creative because we're constantly doing, 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 doing that we're not focusing on who we're being. And, and our being in general. Yeah. So again, it's like taking the time to slow down to even ask yourself, is what I'm doing making me feel good? Is what I'm doing in alignment with my purpose or my passion taking the time to slow down? So I think slowing down and, and asking yourself and being introspective and we don't often take enough time to do that. So I think that's just a huge part of what I've done for myself, a huge part of what I coach other people to do is take time to slow down and Listen to yourself and your body. Yeah. yeah. And you had mentioned that there's some discomfort in something new. And starting up, it takes a little bit to actually get yourself figured out a little bit. Um, what What was the hardest part about getting started for you? What Like while you're going through that and trying to pursue your purpose, is, is there any particular thing that was like really over? Well, I think it all sucks, okay, Corbin? Yeah. And it's all hard, okay? <laughs> Um, no, it's all hard. And uh, at this point in life, probably 99% of the time I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a difference between, there's a difference between good pressure and bad pressure. And again, you have to slow down to feel whether or not it's good pressure or bad pressure. There's a lot, there are a lot of times that I have done something and I've moved forward in something because I thought that it would make me successful. And I thought 
that it was the next step. Like this is the next rational thing I should be doing. Yeah. Or this is what so-and-so did. And so this is the next step for me too. And there were moments of time where that felt inauthentic, right? Yeah. So it was it was uncomfortable, but for the wrong reason. Yeah. And so I think those are the moments that are the hardest is when you have to sit back and be like, oh shit, what did I get myself into? Like, this is not, this is not good. And you have to really learn the difference between good pressure and bad pressure. And I think for me, it's, and I see this, oh my, I just got off of a coaching call about the same thing with someone. And it's like, girl, I get it. Um, it's sometimes it's just not knowing how to do something. And you're like, you've got, we've got a million resources around us. So we have to understand, yeah. is this resistance really because we can't figure it out? Or is it because we're scared to get into it and fail? Or we're scared to get into it and look stupid? Um, and so it's pushing, pushing through that, that discomfort of trying something new and, and being okay if you fail at it and being okay if it's not perfect and being okay if it doesn't look like the person next to you. Yeah. Um, but I think you have to identify what the good pressure is and what the bad pressure is too. Because we've all known what it's felt like to have bad pressure. Like you've done something that you're like, this is not, yeah. this ain't cool, you know? And I know exactly what you mean. I, It's to me like the difference between the two different types of stresses. There's distress, which is very bad for you and can cause a lot of mental problems. But then there's eustress, which is good stress that helps build and promote positive things mm -hmm. in your life uh, so that makes a lot of sense to me i completely understand that yeah i was thinking of like you know we kind of need to be comfortable with the uncomfortable we have to be paying attention to some of those pressures like you're talking about and you know realize this is the time where i need to you know take the next step yeah. you kept on saying take the next step and the next step the next step and just keep pushing forward Keep persisting. And I think, you know, this is one of the things that in my own journey and like truly what I try to support, you know, I work, I work with women because I, I know women, I, because I am a woman. Um, so I understand their struggles and just a very, you know, like I get it. Like I'm right there with them. And especially those who are moms and the hormonal changes and all this stuff that happens. Um, and so I think that when I'm working with someone, it, it is, it's identifying like, where do we need to push through and where do we need to slow down? Because nothing good happens from force. And I think that's what, um, I, and I'm not a man, so you guys will have to tell me what your thoughts are on this. I think that for men, there's, it's powering through and pushing through is a more natural thing, right? Like it's, you guys, strong like you push through something yeah. right and a lot of times for women it's we have to be in flow like it has to feel good it has to make sense yeah. and um so i think that that's where there's there's times where we have to lean into our masculine energy and like push through and there's times where we have to lean into our feminine and we have to let there be some ease and we have to let there be some some flow to something and we have to slow down and maybe we need to elevate our belief system around it before we push through it yeah. so if we're not ready like to believe that we're worthy of it if we get to it we're not going to hold space for it because subconsciously we don't feel like we're worthy of it That's um so i think 
everybody deals with that in, in a certain degree, right? Men, women, we're yeah. all suffering from the human condition of our brain um, being crazy sometimes. Um, but I think that there's a time to push and there's a time to step back and be reflective oh, and yeah. be in flow as well. Yeah. yeah. See, that makes a lot of sense to me because, um, and you're saying about men, it's usually a little bit more natural to just push forwards and go through with things. I can relate to that. It's like growing up playing ice hockey there. I feel like on one hand, it was kind of ingrained into me because it was like push harder, practice harder. You got to skate harder than everybody else. If you don't, you're not going to be the best player on the ice. Simple as that. Uh, but now that I'm in business and I'm in a position of leadership, I have to remember that motivation and energy are cyclical. If I'm passionate about something, yes, I can push through and try to go a hundred percent at it a hundred percent of the time, but I'm not going to be at my peak performance and be as efficient as possible in that specific area a hundred percent of the time. It could be business. It could be personal relationships, whatever it is. Not everything is going to be a hundred percent productive for me a hundred percent of the time. So it's like, I've got to learn when to step back out of the business and go focus on my personal life because I've got more energy and motivation at a certain point in time. It doesn't mean I'm not passionate about my business, but well, yeah. one of my like least favorite things is talking about balance. I think it is such a bullshit thing. Balance. We need balance. Um, it's, it's prioritizing. Yeah. There's just no way we can be balanced hundred percent of the time. There's no way I can give, you know, a, an equal percentage of energy to home life, personal business, whatever. Like that's such an unrealistic expectation to place on ourselves. There's priorities. There's times where I have to prioritize my family and there's times where I have to prioritize myself. There's times where I have to prioritize my business. And so I think that expectation needs to go out the window um, because you said it beautifully, like there's just times where my energy is here and that's where I, we need to trust ourselves that that's where we should focus at that moment. Yeah. Um, and I think when you're an entrepreneur, it's great cause you can build your life and your business around being able to prioritize what you yeah. need to prioritize at that time. Okay. Yeah. I really like how you're talking about prioritization, you know, like, does this matter to me right now? You know, there's a constant flux in our life of, balancing certain things from others but is it balancing or is it just focusing on those specific priorities like what you're saying well and it's you know i think specifically i talk about this a lot with moms who feel guilty for like giving attention and energy to their business and it's like even when you're giving attention and energy to your business you probably have a long-term goal that supports your family in some way And so prioritizing the growth of your business right now doesn't mean you're taking away from any other area. It doesn't mean you're taking away from your family or your kids. It means you're taking time to put a little bit of extra attention onto here. And it's okay. Like it doesn't have to be balanced all the time. We're prioritizing things. At the end of the day, our purpose, our passion generally is, is still in every single thing that we do. My purpose shows up in my business, my purpose shows up in how I raise my children. My purpose shows up in the type of marriage I choose to create with my husband. Um, you can prioritize and have different areas of your, of your life and that's okay. Yeah. You know, I think it kind of goes back to what you're talking about 
when you were talking about emotions mm-hmm. and when to act on something when we're feeling a certain emotional state. But then I was curious how, you know, when you're talking about emotions and whether to pursue your purpose, your passion based off of that feeling within versus maybe some of the alignment of what's happening outside of yourself too. It's kind of more of the logical sense. So, you know, what became aligned for you, you know, either externally or internally to get you to pursue your passion? You know, it, this journey started so long ago, like my career journey. Um, and I think like, so when I think of it in the past, I'm like, I really don't know. I mean, I think it just like happened for whatever reason. Like I'm just lucky that, that I showed up for myself in whatever way I showed up for myself. And I think now what I can look back and identify as the pieces that have worked and have continued to let me grow, um, is really, you know, I, I think identifying your, your values and knowing like what it is that you want. And again, taking the time to sit back and, uh, work on your self-worth and what you believe your, what your value is. I think there's a really, you know, I employ a lot of young women and I think that there's just a really, really jacked up, um, collectively as humans, we do not value ourselves and we do not have enough self-worth. And so it makes it difficult to listen to that calling because again, I was coaching call. I was just on, I mean, I asked her, I said, what's, what's stopping you? Like what, what's stopping you from moving forward? And she's like, well, I tell people what I want and they say I'm crazy. And I'm like, that's their own shit. Like that's their projection onto you. They hear your dream and they hear your vision and they're like, I couldn't do that. So they're going to tell you that it's crazy. And it's not, it's not crazy. Like it was put on your heart for a reason. And there's somebody somewhere that needs what you're wanting to create. Like they need it. And we're all, I, I mean, not to get too woo-woo, but we're all divinely connected. Like everything that we're doing, like as I said earlier, we all have a purpose. And whether or not we choose to listen to that and whether or not we choose to sit in it is is the difference between pursuing it and creating and building what you're meant to do and living a life where you sit back and regret not moving forward and doing, doing the things that you wanted to. So um, I've like totally lost the question in that. But um, no, I think that a healthy belief system, um, self-worth, digging through your past stories, going to therapy, having a life coach, whatever it is. Like, I mean, those are all pieces that that's led me here is really I'm, I'm unlearning a lot of things. And that's what a lot of other people, you know, when I'm coaching, we're unlearning the stories that we've either subscribed to or we've built in our heads that that aren't true. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're talking about uh, one of your clients and some of the issues that they're going through and being able to passionately pursue their purpose. And as, as their coach, how do you help say your clients or anybody else around you with finding that purpose and being able to be the best version of themselves? So last year I decided to get certified as a a business and life coach simply because, um, 
you know, I was supporting business owners in through things that I had been through. And I knew that one of the biggest pieces of me being able to like grow to new heights and, and, and to push through and to continue to live in my purpose and my passion really was uh, overcoming my mindset, learning about my ego, understanding how it affected me, um, the lies that it told me. And so I knew that I had to, in addition to helping people like strategize how to build and grow their business and how to effectively lead their teams, we also needed to we needed to support them in their mindset. We needed to be able to show them that difference between the egoic mind and our true like self. Yeah. And so really it's a lot of it's a lot of mindset. It's a lot of introspective. It's a lot of questions. It's a lot of, you know, I tell people a lot, like be an investigator of your own thoughts. Like ask yourself, where did that come from? Like, where is that coming from? And so even, you know, I just was talking about we, we think we're crazy because somewhere down the line, somebody told us we were crazy. And a lot of what I do in my business does not make sense on paper. Like if I sat down with you, Corbin, and crunched the numbers, you'd be like, don't do it. And I'd be like, screw off. I'm going to do it anyways. And then it works out, you know? So being able to realize that, yeah, maybe it sounds crazy to someone, but if it makes sense, it makes sense. And you just go for it. And, and even if it doesn't work out, there was a lesson in there that you were supposed to learn to like get to the next step. You had to learn that lesson in order to get to the next step. Yeah. I've had so many things that I've failed at. I have so many things that have not turned out the way that I wanted it to. And all of those things were a part of my journey to, to continue to grow into the person that I needed to be to support the purpose of what I'm called to do. Yeah. I really liked what you said about we have to invest we have to be an investigator of our own thoughts. And that's what they're it comes crazy. To. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has their own purpose, their own reason for being. And that's that's ultimately what leadership is, too, is helping others to become the best version of themselves. Now, hearing you talk, you kind of started started with yourself first. Mm-hmm. You led the example. And then you help spark the interest within others. And, you know, when I think of your businesses, I think that you get people to value themselves inside, Mm. but also out. Yes. Well, that's how it started, right? Like I started externally. I was a stylist for many years. So externally, that's what you wanted people to feel good. And then I opened the salon and I loved like – supporting our stylists. I loved helping them build themselves up to to be able to have the confidence to sit behind the chair and to support our our clients. And saying like introspective and looking first, I did not always do that. So I will say we had a couple of ugly years. Okay. In leadership, I learned a lot through a lot of mistakes that I made. And when it all came down to it and, and honestly, like my world fell apart. My business fell apart. Um, the first thing I did was look at what I valued and like only inviting people in that valued the same things that I did. 
And then the next part was like, I've got to deal with my shit. Like I've got to deal with the stuff that's coming up here and my, my desire to be liked over being standing true in my, my passion and what I believe in. And my, you know, all of those things that came up from, from my past, from high school, from childhood. And I had to deal with that first. And that's what truly changed and allowed me to effectively lead. And I mean, I don't know how often I hear this and maybe you guys will agree with me or disagree, but I have heard so many people who are like, oh, you just can't hire good help these days. Like you just can't hire good people these days or these dang millennials. And I'm like, you're the problem. (laughs) Like this is, you need to step back and look at you because millennials aren't going anywhere. Like we're here. And, um, if you're attracting shitty people, it's because you got a shitty energy. And I mean that kindly, (laughs) as kindly as I can say it, but it's true. You have to look at yourself first. And if you're unwilling, if you're attracting people that aren't connected to your mission and then you're keeping them on your team, again, like this goes back to leadership. Like it is our responsibility. And so it, it, it's introspective. I mean, you have to go into yourself and you have to be whole and healthy. It's just like going into a marriage or a relationship. Like if you're not whole and healthy, you're not going to have a whole and healthy relationship. Yeah. And that's the first step is working on yourself. Yeah. We have to believe in others. We have to see the potential within other people. It's like what you're saying, like. But how can you do that if you can't see potential or believe in yourself? Like, if you're not, exactly. if you're not looking at, true. you know, that's we project so much of what we believe, right? So if you feel unworthy, then you're gonna think other people aren't valuable. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and what you're saying, I I can think of like several examples. I. I do a lot of networking with other accountants and there's, there's a consulting group that I'm a part of a couple, I think it was like last week I was <laughs> sitting down and we were in this round table. It was kind of like a mastermind for a lot of the, I already know where this is going yeah. and I'm ready. <laughs> and there was this guy, we, the topic was staffing and it was like, what are you doing to combat your staffing needs? Are you outsourcing? Are you doing this, this or that? And mm-hmm. A guy came in, he started the conversation off and took about 20 minutes and pretty much going on a rant about, I can't believe everybody wants to work from home these days. He's like, I have this nice office and I've been coming to work in this office for 30 years now. It's like, I don't understand why people would want to work at home. That's just baffling to me. And I'm like, okay, now (laughs) who are you trying to hire? And he's like, I want a 20 year old that's already a CPA and has seven years experience knows how to do this, this, and that. And he literally didn't literally say that, but that's pretty much what he was getting at is like, he wanted a bunch of experience. He wanted all the licenses and he wants somebody that can just take his business right from him. I'm like, dude, now what are you giving to them? He's like, well, I got all of these benefits. And I've I, got an office yeah, that they can work at. We have a fantastic retirement plan. I give health insurance, this, this, and that. I'm like, dude, you just said that you wanted a 20 year old. I'm like, I'm 21. I, if you have me come work for you, I don't give a shit about the benefits that you're giving to me. I want money because I'm on my parents' health insurance. It's like, I can get my own retirement plan. 
I can go out and do this, this, and that. If you just give me the flexibility and the and just the ability, like the resources that I need to live the life that I want, then I'll do whatever you tell me to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're not you're not providing those same options mm-hmm. for the people that that are coming to you. Well, and, and only because I've been in this situation, Corbin. Yeah. And they're like, you don't get it because you're young. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's so exactly how talking. the conversation. I literally sat in a, I was like, I've oh. sat in a round table where I've talked about this, yep. and the woman's response was, "Good luck with that." Like I said, I really want to have like a really purposely led business where I really support my team, and yep. good luck with that. It's like, okay, um, whatever. But it's it's all our own stories, yeah. right? And that's an, it, it, it. Is it unfortunate? I don't know. That's unfortunate, but it's unfortunate for his employees. It makes it harder for him to to yeah. grow into what he wants to grow exactly. to. And I think, again, like getting back on to, you know, that was a huge thing even recently past COVID was that the way that businesses are being ran and what people are wanting is so different. Not only did yeah. I have my own journey through COVID of being able to look at like what I really want, so did everyone else. And people want more flexibility. They want freedom. They want... They want to be able to pursue something bigger than themselves. I truly believe collectively people are wanting more. And I think we're waking up to this. And so that was a huge part of like, you know, at the salon, we had kind of been leading this way and it's just dramatically changed in amazing ways over the last couple of years. But we have people that it's like, if you want to, if you want to be a mom, like I'm going to support you in working less than if that's what you want to do. And looking at other people's purpose and passion and finding out how does that intertwine with mine and how can we like coincide in this? Like how can we both grow and both live in our purpose and both live in our passion? But you have to slow down to be able to see that and you have to be open as a leader, as a business owner who's leading other people to think like this isn't just about me. And that's impossible you know like if you want impossible things it's going to be impossible like it's yeah you can't expect to have people sacrifice in that way anymore people aren't going to do it anymore they want to be a part of something they want to feel like they belong they want to feel like they belong they want to feel like they're connected they want to feel like they have a purpose and there's so many people that don't understand that they don't know how to find it and so the best way that we can do that is by living in our purpose and showing and, and guiding other people and being a light to them. And I, it's just like children, right? The best way that I can show my child to be healthy is to be healthy myself. So instead of focusing on all of the things that I need to do to raise this child, I really need to step back and look at me. And the yeah. more that I exude that energy, the more other people are going to pick up on it, the more I'm going to attract the right people that want to work for me, the more I'm going to attract the right clients. Like that's that's the point. Right. Yeah, like that's yeah. what we, that's the easier way to grow. Like that's the less resistant way to grow. Yep. Yeah. So I you're, agree more. you're really helping your, your people, your clients, the people you associate with to find their purpose. And you are as well. You're constantly looking at yourself introspectively to find that. I'm curious, what do you, what do you seek to accomplish, you know, from the start, you know, to the end? I mean, you have a lot of, of years in your business ahead of you what do you want to accomplish it's kind of crazy it's like i'm in my 30s now which is wild um and then i do have to remind myself there's so 
there's so much more to come. I don't know if you guys have like heard the Billy Joel song, Vienna, but he um, essentially says like, or the way that I perceive it, whether or not he meant it this way, I don't know, but this is how it spoke to me was that like our dreams wait for us. And so if we're called to do something like it's going to happen in the right amount of time and we have to experience what we need to experience and we have to, it's okay to slow down, right? And be present. I think that's something that um, my twenties, I did not do a whole lot of. So my goal is to be present right now. I've got again, two small children. So I want to continue to build and grow and I want to show them what they're capable of. Uh, at the same time, I, I want to be able, be able to enjoy what I've done so far. And so ultimately my biggest accomplishment right now is realizing that I do not have to work harder to make more. So that's my belief system. That's my next level belief system that I'm working on right now. Um, and, you know, when it's all said and done, like I've already accomplished what I need. I mean, I've, I've served and supported people in the ways that I needed to. If I died tomorrow, I'd feel really good about who I've, the lives that I've touched and the people that I've served and, and the experiences that I've had. Ultimately, I want to continue to, I want to continue to live in a way that shows other people that there is just no, there's nothing that you can't do. I mean, truly, like I, from what I've come from to where I am right now, um, I mean, we're, we're breaking generational shit in my family. Like there's, we're, we will have generational wealth in my family. We will have, and those are things that I didn't have. And I'm not talking poorly about my family and where I've come from. I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of what we've been able to build, um, Joe and I. And so I think it's just continuing to show people that there's, there's nothing you can't do really. I mean, I, and again, like that's how we change the world is by sitting in our purpose and, um, listening to the divine calling again, not to be too woo woo, but I believe it. I feel like we're all divinely called to do something. So, um, I don't really know, you know, I don't have a good answer to that other than I feel like I've already accomplished what I've needed to. And I think the rest of this is just icing on the cake. Um, and I think the ripple effect of what I've done already and, and what I've been able to grow inside of bespoke and, and free folk, um, I think that it's still working without me even doing anything. I've got amazing people that their lives have changed through their own work. I'm not going to say I've changed their lives. I've supported them while they did what they needed to do to become who they needed to become. And they're doing amazing things. So the ripple effect is still going and it's still growing. And so, yeah, I think just to continue, continue to live in my purpose. I mean, that's what this is all about, right? Yeah, that's so, what the ultimate goal is. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, your mission at Bespoke, I think it really aligns with what you've talked about here today. You know, you said you want to serve through gratitude, purpose, and love while honoring the individuality of all. And I could just hear what you're just saying, how grateful you are for everything that you've been through and that you had the opportunity to even make change, you know, going forth if you want to. But right now, if you, if you had died today, you would be happy. So before we end, we want to give you the opportunity to share whatever you would like with our podcast community. 
uh, once again, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for having me. I think, um, you know, if you're in Wichita, come get your hair done. We've got amazing girls out there um, at Bespoke. And then, you know, I just love making friends and and growing. I, lo- I love being around like-minded people. And the older I get, um, the less friends I have. And so the people that I do have, though, in my life are, like, totally genuine, like, can vibe with them. We believe in the same thing. So if you like what you heard, find me on Instagram. It's free folk coach, Evie. And um, yeah, let's connect. But ultimately, I I would hope that by the end of this, that you feel a little bit more inspired to um, yeah, pursue your passion and your purpose and to live confidently in that. And any way that I can support you, my team can support you in that. We're here. Thanks again, Abby. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. I'm so happy to have your time. Thank you. You're just happy to be in an office next to me. Yeah. No, what you didn't mention was the times that you come over and I have to give you a little pep talk. Yes. No, you're not wrong about that. She <laughs> coaches me. He calls me a mom. <laughs> you mother me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I have like several mothers in business. You're not the only one of them. <laughs> It's we just love you so much. It's appreciated. I appreciate it. I love it. it I'm very happy to have you <laughs> around me, the support group. Well, thanks again, Abby. Wonderful. So for our next episode, we're going to be talking about authenticity and serving others, specifically developing a roadmap to your most authentic self. So remember, you can catch all of our episodes every other Tuesday on all streaming devices on Spotify, Apple, or Google. Make sure to check out insurian.com. That's E-N-T-U-R-I-A-N.com. Also look at exemplifyleadership.com. If you look at all of our social media, we're posting updates for the podcast there. And if you go and if you want to see the video format of this podcast, you can go to the Insurian YouTube channel. We'll see you on the next episode.